This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. To the WOMED. I'm so freaking excited. We have my dear friend Liz, and you might recognize Liz from her podcast, Miraculous Mamas. And we met and fell in love on The Bachelor. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's how The Bachelor goes. You know, you don't make, you like, you aren't going to find love with the guy there. You find love in all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's better. Very accurate. That's true love. <laughs> so I just wanted to touch back on the last episode. We discussed what it's like when your family members are in the hospital and as a nurse, how difficult that is and where you stand, like what boundaries and stuff to maintain. And I just have to say the nurses taking care of my dad were so freaking amazing. Daddy Malpe's doing great. <laughs> and in true Midwest farm-raised dad fashion, he is hating his weight restrictions, like on how much he can lift because that man has so many projects to get to. <laughs> so. But he's healing well. He's doing great. And all the bad things they told us could happen did not happen. So oh, he's, thank God. He's such a champ. Oh, he was the best dad. That's so good. <laughs> he's so awesome. Yeah. No, she does have the best dad. He is so kind and so nice. Oh, have you met I him? I see where you get so many. Of, I have. Yes. Oh. I was there and he's just, it's so sweet. I stayed with them one night and in the morning, he's like, can I make you breakfast? What oh, do you need? What gosh. can I get for you? And I'm like, oh, I'm okay. So <laughs> oh my gosh. He was I, so sweet. I heard them He's on like the phone at Easter. That I feel like would be everyone's dad. Like all your friends are like, oh yeah, that's dad. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? All my guy friends have crushes on my dad. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do. I can see that. Even just his look. Like he's just that just he's, burly he's like, guy. Like He's like the brown and paper towel man. Yes. Like aged 65. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Your dad's yes. awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> just for an image for everybody. <laughs> You're welcome. Noom, 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 noom. (laughs) Danny, how are your fitness goals coming? Oh, I'm working on them. I'm working on them, D, with the Noom app. It's so hard. It's just so hard, but I am enjoying the Noom app. I will say, it is making a lot of things easier. Yeah. I think you're doing better than I am, but that's okay. Because the new map doesn't make me feel bad about it. No, and it's not a contest either. There's no judgment. No, like there I, isn't. I <laughs> I put in that I had a bag of Sour Patch Kids, like a, a full bag, and it, it didn't judge me for it. <laughs> so you're fully logging your food in Noom right now. Yeah. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to log everything, but I'm such a snacker. I feel like I'm. I'm putting like, I just had some like cassavia chips and hummus like in an hour ago i'm had a muffin <laughs> i'm super impressed that you're doing that i haven't you can log your food and they would prefer that you log your food i think i'm gonna try i think i'm gonna try now try that i out. see that you're doing it uh it makes you more accountable it sure does yeah. that's why i've been avoiding it but um, i really like I, the pedometer the pedometer is fun because it yeah it's you pretty like rad a, yeah, it gives you like a, a step goal. And um it's like I let's just I take it on the treadmill with me and, and I'm like, all right, I hit two thousand steps. All right, I can hit an 
I can hit another 2,000, you know? Yes. I have the same feelings about the pedometer. It's extremely motivating Mm -hmm. for me, and it makes me feel like I've actually accomplished something throughout my day. Yes. That is like one visual form of accomplishment that you can get with that app. I I, I love Noom for that. Yes, and probably the best, the best part of all of this is the health coach, which oh, she's I so motivating. Oh my gosh. She, she really like won't leave you alone. Like even if it's a bad day, if you don't respond to her, she doesn't take offense to it, but no. she just keeps like coming back to motivate you to keep moving along. <laughs> yes. Which we all need. Oh yeah. No, that's my favorite. That's seriously my favorite part. I feel like if she can do it and she can continue to motivate me, then I can like get up and do something and not feel bad about myself. Yeah. So which we battle here and there. We do. We're all human. <laughs> yes, we are. If any of our listeners are interested in getting on a healthy new weight journey, you guys should also check out the new map and try it along with us. It's been a fun little experiment. Yeah, for sure. You uh, go to noom.com slash WOMED. That's noom.com slash WOMED to give it a shot. We're thoroughly enjoying it and are going to keep using the app uh, for what? I don't know. I'm, I think my goal is going to be another six months at least, if yeah. not a year. Yeah. Uh, but we can have pedometer races. We can, we can try and beat out each other in steps. Oh my God. That'd be really fun, actually. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. We will start texting each other. But yeah, we've definitely been enjoying it. So give it a shot. Noom.com slash WOMED. Woo! All right. So we have our lubrication question for today. What is the weirdest thing y'all have ordered from Amazon? (laughs) Liz should go first. Yeah. Liz, what's the weirdest thing? I don't want to answer this question. (laughs) She's our honorable guest. Oh, man. I can't answer it. You can do the second weirdest. Okay. Second weirdest. Oh, man. I mean, I don't, I'm just debating, do I go there or do I not go I there? mean, I'm going to go there. <laughs> I'm, I'm only going half there if it makes you feel better. Okay. Um, I ordered, I believe they're called Shibari, Shibari ropes, and it's the <laughs> art of knot tying. Oh my God. <laughs> yes! Vito! <laughs> um, that's probably the weirdest thing I've ever ordered. <laughs> that's pretty weird. Oh, I freaking love it. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> Mine feels sad compared to that, right? <laughs> I don't think you can beat that. So, um, I've bought um some vibrators. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Amazon has everything. And maybe like some Ben Wobble. <laughs> so random. Hey, they're good for kegels. Is it kegels or kegels? I think it's Kegels. Okay. Well, she would know. Liz would know. Liz, is it Kegel no, or Kegel? I actually don't because I've heard both. Okay. I know oh. this is the. I know that it's named after a man who was Doctor Kegel or Doctor Kegel, and um, everything like in birth is named after a man, which is so wrong. <laughs> yes, that's true. Truth. Part of the problem. All yeah, right, Danny. I'm gonna go with a horse whip, like ri- a riding crop. <laughs> that's like. 
I can't go completely as weird as I normally would, but a horse whip is pretty weird. A crop. And I ordered it but from it's Amazon. But weird. Do you have a horse? Yes. Uh, I, I previously did, but I did not order it at the time that I needed a horse whip. <laughs> <laughs> so it was for a Halloween costume, I will say, which does uh, dull it down a little bit. Has it continued it was, to be for a Halloween yes. costume? <laughs> yes. It, I mean... That's none of your business. Making me nervous. Hashtag role play. It's none of your business. I know, I'm like sweating over here. I'm sweating. Like, Good. But yeah, it's for a Halloween costume. But Amazon has everything. They do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, now we're all comfortable. Now, now we are all open. Yeah. Jeez. May the Lord open. Sorry. Oh, man. Really excited for Handmaid's Tale to come uh, back. Oh, me too. So you know what's making me really happy lately? What? You know what's making me really happy lately. Is it Kara Vitamins? Because they're it making is. me really happy too. Yes. We've been talking about this. Kara Vitamins. I have never enjoyed taking vitamins so much in my entire life. And me I've actually- either. I've actually enjoyed taking vitamins in my lifetime, but this is the best. I only have enjoyed them because I used to only be able to take children's chewable vitamins because any form, any type of like adult multivitamin, I would vomit. Oh yeah. These don't do that to me at all. No, at all. They're they're definitely, uh, must be fine for sensitive stomachs because I have been nauseated in the past. That's not happening to me with these. No, but, um, I love it. You can go to takecareof.com and you can take the quiz and it guides you through like what you're looking for to add supplements to your life. Like, are you looking for a supplement that helps with like hair, skin and nails helps with sleep might help you with immunity, you know, like it, it really helps break down what you're looking for and what your health goals goals are. And creates a beautiful little package of vitamins for you to take every day. Yes. And you can get a month supply. And speaking of the little pack of vitamins that you get, it is like yeah. the cutest pack. It says it's your name so on it. It has a little motivational quote. Very easy for travel. Because you don't have to take like five or six big pill bottles along with you. It's all individualized packages. It's so cool. So handy. Yeah. I've never loved taking vitamins more. Me either. And it even gives you a description of what comes in your bag as well. And the box mm-hmm. is cool. Literally everything is so thoughtful and put together. I am I love this company. I love it. If you guys want to try it out, which I totally think you should, um, head to takecareof.com and enter in code WOMED, W-O-M-E-D, for 25% off your first order. Yes, that is takecareof.com and enter in the code WOMED for 25% off your first order. Okay, so my amazing, beautiful, smart, kind-hearted, just fucking brilliant and like warm ball of light friend Liz is a doula. And I didn't really know much about doulas before Liz. I thought they were kind of like a like a hippy-dippy thing, you know, <laughs> like... But I mean, I've kind of become a little more hippie-ish in my, in my old age. Um, <laughs> but after talking to Liz about doulas, I'm like, no, like you're going to be present at my birth whenever that happens or my Aww. birth of my kids. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <freaking-lutely. laughs> yes. 
So I just want you to just kind of start us out with what exactly a doula is. Like what kind of training did you have to go through? Yeah, well, thank you, first of all, so much for that introduction. You're so kind. <laughs> um, what a doula is, doulas provide continuous emotional and physical comfort and support to a woman throughout the birthing process. Um, it's an amazing job. We basically do three main things. The first is educate, uh, partnering with women to help them develop a birthing plan, even though plans Plans don't always go as planned. Mm-hmm. We like to call them wishing, but the whole point of doing a birthing plan is to get informed, to educate yourself. And when you're informed on what your body's doing, what's going on in labor and delivery, it helps remove that fear. So you're yeah. so much more confident going into it. The second thing that we do is provide emotional support. So having someone to talk through those fears, those doubts, those anxieties that you're having, having continuous support throughout that. And then during uh, the birthing process, having someone encourage you and speak affirmations into you can be very beneficial. Mm -hmm. And then for physical comfort, uh, learning different laboring positions and techniques and how to help your body work through the contractions, work with your baby and help reduce Uh, Some of that pain, we learn different techniques to uh, help with pain management. So that is what a birth doula does. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as training goes, there are so many amazing options for training out there. There's tons of different programs. There's different certification processes. Um, For myself, I wanted to get as many tools under my belt as possible. So I went through a training program where I had to take an intense birth education course. They go over anatomy and physiology, the emotional, the cycles, all sorts of information that you obtain. And then you take a course on how to support them through uh, labor and delivery. I had to write four research papers. I had to read about 10 books. Um, And it's also a just a continuing education. So right now I'm actually taking a hypnobirthing class because it's something <gasps> I haven't learned yet. Oh, that's and so cool. I just want to, yeah, I just want to continue to put tools in my tool belt, tool, I can't say that. <laughs> Toolbox? <laughs> tool, tool belt? Um, yes. Uh, in order to provide the most that I can to clients. Well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. See, doesn't um, that make you want like just someone there? I honestly like, am just like, just oh, to, like I'm love on you. Yes, I honestly. Yeah. So, Liz, Liz, Danielle, I like did a little creeping on you, of course, before we did this podcast because I wanted to know what I was getting into. But I just looked at your Instagram account and I was just like, God, she's perfect. Like you just, I you just look at oh, you and you're like, oh, she would be amazing at this job. Like you can yeah. just tell by like looking at you. So she's was, a warm ball of love. You, it's exactly what you yeah. look like, honestly. So um, how long have Thank you been you. doing this? Wow. Um, I got into it about... 2012 was when I started training. I believe I did my first births in 2013. Oh, wow. Uh, So six years ago was when I started. Yeah, yeah. I just got a huge (laughs) passion for it. I was living in Las Vegas at the time. And uh, Vegas still has this highest C-section rate in the country. 
So I was just doing some research. So my friends started having babies. I started to ask some questions and um, tons of statistics started to come out saying that when you have a doula present, your chances of getting a C-section decreased by 28%. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, why is that happening? And um, if you look on ACOG, which is the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, there's tons of information that talk about the evidence of having a continuous one-on-one labor support person, such mm-hmm. as a doula there. Um because when you guys know as nurses, you have so much on your plate. You can't be with that one person the entire yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the goal is to work together so mm-hmm. I can focus on if she's crying, if she's whatever, you know, you <laughs> focus on the things that you're good at, which is all the medical stuff, because I do not know how to do that <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, you know, and, and just work together to um, help things go as smoothly as possible. And I think that's one of the things I loved learning about doulas and stuff with you was how much your focus was like, you weren't coming in there to be like, no, this is how we're going to have the delivery. And you just were very much focused on being a part of the medical team. And like, ultimately the goal is a healthy mom and healthy baby and whatever shape or form that takes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, honestly, when I started, I I had heard a lot of not good stories about people, you know, stepping on each other's toes and bumping yeah. shoulders in that position. Um, I personally haven't experienced it, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, and I think that it was, it's just some, sometimes can be misunderstood, but it's really exciting now because you see it kind of taking a turn And Mm -hmm. right now women's health is such a big thing. So it's like, okay, let's come together Mm -hmm. and figure this out. Let's do what, let's be able to focus on what we can do best. How can we best support people? How can we make sure that this goes smoothly? How can we make sure that you're healthy and a healthy baby and a healthy mama is absolutely the goal. And that's also with the birth plans, why it's like, okay, the birth plan is to educate you, but birth has so many unforeseeable things that can happen. And that's why it's so important to be educated. I Mm -hmm. recently talked to a bunch of women who uh, had C-sections and all of them said was a C-section was never a thought in my mind. So when it happened, it was so scary. And it's like, okay, well, let's educate on what's going to happen. If you do result in that, it is a possibility Mm -hmm. and you're in the best possible hands. And then it's not as scary. So if it gets to that point and you end up in a C-section, it's like, okay, I'm educated on this. I'm informed on this. I know what's going to happen. I know I'm going to get to meet my baby in 20 minutes. That's awesome. (laughs) And I still freaking brought life into this world, you know? Oh, that's amazing. So is that, so is advocating for women one of the main reasons you wanted to go into this or what, what drove you to, to do this? Um, yes. It's hard because the word advocate is so, I guess it's kind of misused sometimes in that situation because mm-hmm. um, I never speak on my client's behalf. Yeah. I, they, I let them make the decision. So it's not like I'd be like, oh, wait, 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 we're going to try this first. And if this doesn't happen, then we'll take the next intervention or whatever. It's always 
what my client wants, discussing things with them. So I never like stand, like when I picture advocating, I picture somebody like with a microphone and, or like a megaphone and being mm-hmm. like, we need this. We want these rights. Sure, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, sure, yeah. We're not that we're more of a peaceful warrior in that situation, trying to just make sure that that mama is, um, allowing her body and to open up and working to figure out how to, how to get her there. You know, sometimes, you know, labor doesn't progress and there's different, different options that you need to discuss, but knowing what your options are going into it is where you just feel so much more empowered. Yeah. Um, so I mean, getting into it, the reason I wanted to was, and this is, there's tons of articles out now that the maternal death rate in the United States has increased. So compared to a lot of the other high income nations that have decreased, we're increasing. So now Mm -hmm. they're starting to go back and do a lot of research trying to figure out what's going on and what the reasoning is. And a huge part of that is actually um, even with race. So Native American women and African American women are three times more likely to die giving birth than white women. So there's so much research coming out and I just got passionate about it. Cause I'm like, why is this happening? There, yeah. there has to be a reason. There has to be a way to, to stop it. But mm-hmm. you know, my role then as a doula, the statistics show that when you just have that extra person there with you, whose sole purpose is to support you throughout the entire process Mm-hmm. You feel more comfortable. You're more likely to trust the process. You're more likely to get things quicker because a lot of times women are afraid to ask for what they want. They're like, hey, something might not be right. Although, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. And then be like, no, if you don't feel like something's right, speak up, let them know, and they'll check it out for you. You know, mm-hmm. like letting them know, no, you have a voice. If you if you have a question, ask it. That's fine. That's totally fine. So being able to be that person to just provide that extra support and comfort in a way is advocacy. So I just got passionate about it. Cause I'm like, okay, what, what role can, can I fill in that? Cause I really don't have a desire to be a doctor or, or anything like that. I, yeah. I love the doula role, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just always had a huge heart for women. And once I started watching birth happen, I was addicted. I could watch. <laughs> it's birth so my cool. Long. Wait a second. <laughs> I, that, I, I mean, I'm so glad that people like you, exists. And it, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I'm going to need a doula. Like if I have a baby, I'm definitely going to need a doula because I'm a nurse, but Mm -hmm. I almost passed out when I saw my first delivery and I, it just scared me to death. And so I've never gone back into watch one ever again. And I've had no desire and I'm an ICU nurse. So like usually ICU nurses really don't like to practice in mother and baby environments. And I don't know what the deal is with that exactly, but I need education too. And I think something that you said is really important about um, advocacy and how you, it's not like, you know, blatant standing with a sign and like being over the top about it. Maybe empowering was a better word to use. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, but um, I think that's super important that there are multiple different modalities of ways to empower or help women advocate for themselves or mm-hmm. you advocate for them. Also to touch on what you brought up about, you know, the death rates being so much higher for African-American women um, during birth as well. I, there's so much research coming out about how women 
just don't speak up for themselves when it comes yeah. to their medical problems in general. And so care for women is worse than yeah. care for men, you know, even with cardiac problems and whatnot. And it's just, it's, you know, so important that you, what you're doing is so important, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So it really is. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think it's so important that people feel free to ask questions because in, in any situation, I mean, questions and answers provide clarity mm-hmm. and then things aren't as scary. Information truly is power. When you feel informed, you feel confident and that does go for everything. I mean, I think my last gynecologist appointment, I had never asked that many questions in my life because <laughs> I wasn't scared anymore. I'm like, what's the doctor yeah. going to say? Like, Oh, I'm not going to tell you like, no, right. they, they want like, Hey, what's up with this? What's going on with this? I was just even, you know, asking them questions about the birthing in their hospitals because, you know, we eventually want to have kids and we're trying to figure out where that's going to be. And mm-hmm. so I want to ask questions be like, hey, so how does this work here? Or what's your practice with this? And, and they'll answer and cool, great. Thank you for the information. And I don't know when we became so afraid to ask questions. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people, the only way we're going to learn. There's so many reasons to be, I even think despite what we're going through as a country and like the Me Too movement and, you know, this environment where women are becoming more empowered, there are just so many reasons that people in general are pushed to be silent just because mm-hmm. it's more convenient or you don't, you're taught not to rock the boat if you're yeah. a woman when you're growing up, or at least for me, I even felt as I was pretty outspoken, but something happened to me during my teenage years where I just became like very submissive and very unsure of myself and not confident. And, um, you know, I can't imagine I'm 33, almost 34. Like, I feel like I was just ready to have kids maybe a year ago. And I, I have been terrified, literally terrified of it ever since probably a semi-irrational fear, honestly. (laughs) So, um, so I, it's so important that people are developing a voice or women are developing a voice through all of this. So, Mm -hmm. and just educating themselves too. And I love the stance Mm -hmm. that you take on that of it's, it's teaching, it's teaching. So knowledge negates fear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's, it's power. It is. <laughs> Knowledge is power. It's true. It's power. <laughs> Those old like cartoons and stuff for your kids. Um, just because I don't want, I mean, like I can see some people being like, well, what, what's the husband's place then if you have a doula there, yeah, that's absolutely. like their, um, their partner or, you know, like it's like kind of explain that situation, like how you kind of work together yeah. with the because more that's dads are wanting one of to be the involved. Biggest questions is okay, if you're stepping into this role, is the partner going to be replaced? Is the partner going to, you know, not feel like they have a way mm-hmm. to help in that situation? But it's actually the complete opposite. Yeah. As a doula, you learn um, different ways to, like, body movement, breathing, and those are things that you can have the partner do so that they don't feel helpless in that situation. A Mm -hmm. lot of times they don't know how to help. And so giving them a job being like, Hey, if you kind of put pressure here when she's going through the next contraction and just breathing next to her, that's Mm -hmm. really going to calm her down. And it can be such a bonding experience when they have, when they know how to help and they feel so useful in the situation. And it's funny because 
that's, that's usually one of the biggest questions that, that I get. And then yeah. after the birth, the partners are always like, Oh my gosh, I couldn't have done that without you. They're yeah. telling all their friends, their dad friends are like, you need a doula there because I didn't know what I was doing. I was going to pass out. <laughs> Yeah, and I didn't mean to just say like that role with the couple because sometimes, yeah. you know, the guy's like, I don't know how involved I want to be. And she's like, you're going to be right next to me the entire time. You're going to be involved and you're going to be doing this. And it's like, okay, great. I can help him do those things. Yeah. Or I've had clients who are like, he does not do well when he sees me in pain. He might be in the corner and that's fine. That's why I need you to be by mm-hmm. my side. Yeah. So it's, you just figure out what that role is going to be with the couple and then you uh, learn how to read the situation and then just kind of bring them together throughout that experience. Yeah. I, and I didn't mean to just say like husbands or anything too, just, but like anyone that's there is like partner. their partner, couple, whatever <clears throat> unit looks member. like. I just feel like doulas are just such a great <laughs> added benefit to the whole birth process. I was called to the delivery and it was just one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen. It was, and I, I didn't know, um, and it didn't matter like what, um, like the couple or situation was, but this woman was surrounded by, God, it was maybe like five or six other women in there with her and they were just all loving her, supporting her. And some of the nurses I was working with were like, what the hell is this like some <laughs> cult or something? And I'm like, no, y'all like that doesn't matter. Like, just look how beautiful this moment is. It's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was just, it was a really special thing, like just having all that female energy welcoming in this like brand new baby girl into the world. Like oh, it was just yeah, really it's even better that it was a girl. That's I know. Awesome. It was so awesome. It was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so pardon my ignorance for this question, but are you employed by like by a hospital system or how does your job work? It's like exactly. Yeah, no, absolutely. I actually get that question a lot. So uh, doulas have tons of different options. You can work with a company who um, kind of individually contracts you out. So you work for yourself. You can take on your own clients, but they also get clients for you. So like an agency. Um, there's also companies that just employ doulas. And then here in the Chicago area, there are several hospitals that employ doulas That's who amazing. are kind of take on shifts you know, like nurses do and are there if the women want to use their support. Uh, so there's tons of different things. I personally am working just for myself right now. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah. you also have this killer podcast called Miraculous Mamas. And I love, she just highlights so many important things that are going on too. Um, just, I want, I want you to talk a little bit about your podcast, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The goal of my podcast is to educate women through storytelling and bringing on experts and educators. uh, Because, you know, if you haven't got got wind of it yet, I believe in education very, very highly. Yeah, Um, just being informed. So and there's just so much power in storytelling. So I love Mm -hmm. to bring on moms who have been on different journeys throughout life. If there's different things going on, that month, I like to highlight it. There was so much going on in May. It was foster care awareness, maternal mental health, all these different things. So I tried to get on as many women as I could um, to speak to that, bring on a foster mom, bring on um, a reproductive psychologist. Uh, April was autism awareness month. So talk to a mom who um, 
is really involved in her community and, and has a son with autism. So I love, for me, it's, I'm learning so much from bringing these women on. And then there's something so bonding about it. When, Mm -hmm. when you hear another mother going through it, yeah. Like, oh, wow. I'm not alone because we live in this weird world where we're disconnected yet connected. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I, you know, motherhood could be so lonely and postpartum depression is something that is now getting such a bigger voice because women felt that they couldn't say anything in that moment. You yeah. just had a baby. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be so excited. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be able to do it all on your own. Yeah. And now women are like, Hey, um, actually no. Like <laughs> and I need some help. This is really difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you don't have to feel alone. So it's so amazing to bring on women who can speak to that and then bring on experts, you know, who can be like, Hey, I had one of the top infertility doctors in the world on, and he's awesome. So he was able to talk about the different clients that they have and steps to take before you get to that point. Mm-hmm. of doing IVF and how, um, you know, what that, what that looks like. And it's really cool because like I said, each experience, I'm like, oh my gosh, I learned so much. And yeah. it's just things that you can apply to your life. And then also mm-hmm. just be more empathetic that people are going through this. Yeah. So I love it. <laughs> I just, I love you and I love your I mission. Love you. <laughs> Thank you. So everyone should go and check out Miraculous Mamas too. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that you came on the pod and shed some light on doulas because they're really awesome. (laughs) They are awesome. Well, it was so funny because earlier you said, I thought it was a weird hippie, whatever. And I get so many myths about it. Whenever people hear I'm a doula, they're like, oh, I'm having a hospital birth. And I'm like, you Great. can still that's have a doula. Most of my clientele, right? Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, yeah, like none. That's aw- I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, when people ask me all the time, they're like, "Oh, so you deliver babies?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> <laughs> or you know, people are like, "Oh, so you're one of those weird people at home with like potions and dancing?" I'm like, "If you want me to be, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Liz makes a mean dry shampoo. It Does smells she? real good. That's awesome." <laughs> I mean, it's just individualized care, right? Yeah. In any, right. any way, mm-hmm. whatever the mom needs. Yeah. Basically. Yes. I, yes. it's just such a very important step. I mean, it's just, it's like a missing link. I feel like. I feel well, like. it's really cool because it's becoming a part of the conversation. And I don't mm-hmm. know why doulas seem to almost be feared. Like, what is this weird role? And it's like, hey, I'm just here to support you. Um, so it's really cool that it's becoming a part of the conversation and insurance companies are starting to cover them. And it's just cool to see that they're a part of the conversation. On, So I'm so thankful that you guys had me on to talk about yeah. it. And if people want any more information on doulas, I have yeah, tons of resources go. And I'm coming out with a virtual doula program as well uh, that I'm super excited about. Yeah, I can't wait for this. Yeah, and I have some natural products that I offer as well to, to mama. So my website's elizabethjoy.co um, if you guys want to find out any more information. Or if you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me. I um, usually get back to anybody who asks me a question or has a comment. You can do that on the Miraculous Mama's Instagram page or on my website. That's amazing. What are all your uh, social media channels as well? 
Um, the Instagram is Miraculous Mamas for the podcast. Awesome. Um, my personal one's E Sandoz. And then I have a, there's the Facebook group, the Miraculous Mamas Facebook group. So awesome. that's a great resource as well, especially for new moms having questions and um, just being like, hey, you know, my three-year-old won't stop crying. What did you do? <laughs> you know, so just, just comfort in there as well. That's um, beautiful. But I also just wanted to tell your listeners, just for the women who are listening, who are trying to conceive or yeah. the moms out there and just women in general, you are miraculous and you are badasses and you are the light of this world. And without you, life would not exist. Even if you True don't have that. Kids, you are a badass. And if, and if you step into that power of who you are, this world is literally going to freaking explode with light. So do it. Do you see why I love her I love so much? It. I know. I I can I can just feel it by looking at her. I know. Jeez. I can't see you, Danny. I know. I you can't see me. I'm hidden over here. It's 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 our setup. Yes. I can see your right boob. I'm right here. I know. Okay, so Liz, we do a little segment. We call it. I wanted to call it Big D Energy, but <laughs> That's we what decided to be called. Nursty energy. Yeah, we just so we decided oh. to reel it back. But there are moments where you just feel um, super empowered and like a badass. So, what's something recently you've done that just really brought that up for you? Ooh, it can be anything. Like anything. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of recently. So, honestly, I think recently, man, I've. I've always been so scared of chasing my dreams and mm. I've worked in hospitality for 12 years. And recently I quit my day job to pursue my doula, doula stuff full time. And I'm yes. pouring my heart and soul into it. And I'm, I'm so proud of you. I'm not good at working for myself, like hard. working from home. So I actually had my husband Vito make a schedule. For me. We, like, Vito, shout out to have, Vito. Yeah. We sit down and we have professional meetings. He tells me what I have to get done that week. At the end of the week, we go over what goals. Otherwise, I'm like, well, I'm like, oh, I walked barefoot in the grass and I hugged a tree and then I met a new friend. So I got a lot done today. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but what did you actually get done today? We're basically so, the same. We can all identify. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just, honestly, I never thought that I would have the determination or the will to fully work for myself. I thought that I would have to clock in, clock out. And I am right now. And it's hard. I get Mm -hmm. very, very frustrated, but, um, I feel like a total badass being able to work for myself and pursue my dreams and making uncomfortable calls and emailing people that I'm like, I feel like I'm totally out of my game. I'm emailing this person. They may never email me back, but they may email me back and be like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to work with you. You It's just, pushing myself to uncomfortable places and I like it. <laughs> I That's like awesome. it too. I'm proud of you. Stepping in the fear. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like super sweaty talking about it. My armpits are really wet. <laughs> I'm proud of you too. That's hard. So hard. Thank you. Yeah. It is. It is. It's now or never though. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't want to be two years down the road and just be like, oh, well, I could have done that, but that's what I have been doing. Yeah. That's what I've been doing for years. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you have to take that leap of faith. And yeah. it's definitely a leap of faith. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's good. I do feel empowered though, 
doing it because I'm learning to trust and I'm learning that you're trusting your instincts. If you want something in life, you have to work for it. Mm -hmm. Hard after hours recording a podcast at 10 o'clock at night. Yes. (laughs) Central standard time. (laughs) Yes. Which is what we are currently doing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Danny, what's your nurse D energy moment? Oh, I have to give one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I have to most recently say that I, uh, today almost missed my flight here. Like (laughs) the worst, I'm talking like the worst ever. I didn't almost miss it. I, and I love Southwest. I love Southwest too. They're my favorite, but they they said the plane was delayed by three hours and then sent me a text message saying that it was taking off at the regular time. So I got to the airport at 547 and made it to the gate before it closed at 610. So I was like boarded on the plane. I was like running with my shoes off, crying. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was bad. I was, I was thinking like, how am I going to get there? I already called them. There are no flights in the morning. Like I have to make this flight, but uh, Lord help me. I don't even know how I made it, but I did. So and I didn't think it was going to happen. I was just, I was really beside myself. I was over the top stressed out about it, but I'm very thankful I'm here. So I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mine for the week. So, I mean, we record these podcasts and um, we, we recorded a bunch of episodes together and then um, we just kind of announced and teased that so like people are going to hear this. It's going to, the timeline's going to be off, but the sentiment is nonetheless the same. Mm-hmm. We teased out that we were starting this podcast and when it would be launching and the love and support from friends, family, from followers, from people I don't even know was, I'm, I'm so truly humbled and I feel I feel like I'm so on the right path and I can't thank you guys enough for helping to reaffirm that feeling for me. So that's, man, like, like what Liz was saying, like you have to, you have to lean into the fear and the discomfort and that's where like the magic really happens. So mm-hmm. thank you guys all. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Thank yeah. you. I felt the same thing. I was just yeah. like, wow. I yeah. don't even know what to say. Yeah. Well, I think what you guys are doing is incredible. Even the the name of your guys's podcast is awesome. Yeah, that, 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 that was awesome. Yeah, it's the yeah. best. And what you're doing is awesome. Like women are craving this right now. Yeah, they want a place to go where they're going to get questions answered, where mm-hmm. they're going to feel heard, and people who are going to be real and relate to them. So yeah. this is needed. Mm. Thank you're you. Needed. Yeah. <laughs> truth. We're all needed. We are all needed. We're all needed. All right, guys. Well, thanks, Liz, for coming on. Yeah, really, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. It's been very informative, and you're just great. Yeah, of course. Thank you so, so much for um, providing space for me to come on and and talk about my passions and answer some questions. And thank you guys for everything that you're doing. And don't hesitate to follow Liz on all of her social media and listen to the Miraculous Mamas podcast. Yes. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe to The WOMED. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at The WOMED. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at The WOMED. We're, we're, we're everywhere. We're right everywhere now. now. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, y'all. Yeah. Thanks. We out. These out. See ya. <laughs>